What's going on, guys? Welcome into the Fortress of Comicude podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I am Kylie. And no Aaron this week. Kylie, what happened? She she's had a tough week. She's had a tough week. We'll leave because it at that. Because you had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> this is a creator focus. This is a show we do once a month where we pull a random comic creator's name out of a bucket and we talk about his or her or they their works, history, stuff they worked on. Mary, who are we talking about this month? Terry Dotson. Terry Dotson. Husband of Rachel Dotson. Yep. His biggest contribution. <laughs> Who's that? She's his wife and inker. Yeah. Yep, she inks like oh. basically everything he does. Okay. She's a colorist too, I think, isn't she? She colors too. Oh, does I think he? they okay. I think they probably both do. Oh wow. I think on this one she she he does the art and the ink and or the art and the color and she does the ink on right. on this one. Terry Dodson is a I mean pretty I would say pretty big name, right? In, yeah, okay. in, in comic book art. Uh known probably more for covers than anything uh as of lately, right? That doesn't do interiors too much anymore. Um, like Adventure Man is the newest thing. That's what I'm going to be talking about. I I want to say the the last thing I remember he did before that was the Fraction X Men run. He, I mean, he did okay all the covers and the interiors for a right. lot of that. That's so. going back a little ways yeah, too. Though, it's, so. it's been a while. So these shows are basically divided up into two parts. And at the end of this episode, we'll pull out the next comic creator's name for next month's creator focus episode. But uh, we're going to split these up into two parts. There's going to be like a history part, which uh, just heads up. It's pretty short. There wasn't a lot of information about Harry Dalton on the internets. And the second part will be what we call book reports, where we've all chosen a book of Terry Dawson's work to read, and we're going to talk about it. So, the history. The history. The, uh, uh, the Terry Dodson. Oh, the, no. Yeah. Okay. I'll, the I'll Terry Dodson. So, usually the first thing I say is when they were born and what year they were born. Couldn't find it. No um, shit. Uh, yeah, I, wow. I, I'm assuming he must be a. Uh, like I said, it wasn't like I did like a super deep, deep dive or anything. But like usually that stuff, like you didn't go to with, the dark web, right? <laughs> but like usually that stuff, like without trying, you can just find, and it wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, some so. of the shows right up front. I'm I'm it's assuming usually like the Wikipedia page right. will tell you all that fun stuff. I'm assuming that he must be a fairly private person because there's just not a lot of information about his personal life. Which yeah, I mean yeah, I'm not complaining whatsoever. Uh, so Terry Dodson, I I didn't even I couldn't even find awards or anything either. I don't know what. Yeah, wow. That's usually all there. It's not there. Interesting. Uh, notable works include Harley Quinn, Trouble, Marvel Knight, Spider Man, Wonder Woman, and Uncanny X Men. That's what I was gonna read. I was gonna do Trouble. We're Damn gonna talk, it. We're, we're gonna talk about that book just because there's a lot to talk about, even though none of us. I didn't it. mind it. That's just me. It's awful. It's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get oh, to okay. It. Um. Dotson began his illustration career in 1991 at Revolutionary Comics, drawing issues of rock and roll comics that featured illustrated bios of performers like Rod Stewart and others. I have a few of those. Uh, he first came to mainstream prominence as the artist on Malibu Comics' Ultraverse title Mantra, Mantra, in 1993. Uh, he co-created the character with writer Mike W. Barr. Oh, all right then. In early 1996, he drew a four-issue Storm miniseries for Marvel, which was written by Warren Ellis and inked by Carl Story and published by Marvel. I don't, I don't know why I have that in there twice. I'm sure I own that if it's a Warren Ellis one. Uh, later that same year, this creative team reunited for another X-Men-related limited, limited series, which was the three-issue Pride and Wisdom title starring Kitty Pride and Pete Wisdom. In 1998, he began. Uh, he became a regular penciler of Marvel's Generation X, where he remained until 2000. He drew 
issues 38 through 60. Man, that's a nice run. Oh, yeah. In 2000, Dodson left Marvel for DC Comics, where he penciled a Harley Quinn ongoing, se- ongoing series written by Carl Kessel. Um, and then he left the, that title a year later. That's a pretty famous cover yeah, everyone's seen. And that was like, that was Har- a good series, too. That was her first solo series, too, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, so that's a... I mean, it's not her first appearance or anything, but it's her But it's her class, first solo it's classic series. Harley, too. Yeah, and it, that, that cover, everyone's seen it. That's one you can... It, it's not hard to find, but it's not super cheap, either. But yeah. usually a lot of comic book shops will have that in there, and they'll want, like, 50 bucks for it. But. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dodson returned to Marvel in 2002 to draw Spider-Man and Black Cat, The Evil That Men Do. That was with Kevin Smith. Oh. A limited series which was not completed until 2006 due to delays because Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. I never read that, did you? Yes. Was it any good? It was Kevin Smith. I mean, it was, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's, it yeah, it's fine. In 2003, Dodson and writer Mark Miller produced a controversial limited series titled Trouble. <laughs> which was published through Marvel's Epic Comics imprint, a oh series God, which was supposedly was ago. aimed at a teenage girl <laughs> audience, featured suggestive photo covers of girls in bikinis. Which kills me that they didn't what? even do like a cover A and B. Like you get a Dotson cover. No, they had the shitty, right. so crappy covers. If you've never seen, I'll show them to you. The 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 covers for Trouble are literally just. Real photos of young girls in bikinis. In bikinis like, and sunglasses. Right. Yeah, it's... That's weird. And it's like a, a Spider-Man book, I guess, and not without Spider-Man. It's right. a prequel kind of a It takes place thing. in, like, the 60s, and it it's so dumb because like they, they kind of bury the lead about it because they don't come out and tell you who these characters are right out the gate, but you have Mary and... and, uh, and May. Yeah, well, Mary, May, and then Ben, and, and then uh, what's... Uh, I can't remember Peter's dad. Thomas Park? No. No, you're thinking Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Martha. Martha. <laughs> what the hell? Richard, right? Richard. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. So you have Richard, May, Ben, and... Get it. What is that? I can only retain three names at a time. Richard, Ben, Mary, and May. Okay. So anyways, but they're all in like their 20s, right? Okay. And they're just out of... Call, uh, right. High school, and it's the and 60s. They, they're gonna go work up in like the Hamptons or right. whatever and to it, make yeah, money for the BC. summer. Mm-hmm. And so, May is kind of the party girl. She's kind of the uh, she's a yeah yeah. I, 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 <laughs> she I, I, plays I, a lucid wild, right? Um, avoiding all, avoiding as much slut shaming as possible. But like in, even in the book, they're like she kind of gets, gets around. around. <laughs> kind of. Okay. Um, oh, but before you go any further, I just want to say that at like the retailer summit when they were announcing this book, they were. They were pushing this. Like, you need to order. This is this is going to be canon. The stuff that happens in this book is going to be huge. <laughs> You're going to want to order heavy on this. And then after it came out, the fans, like, lost their shit. They're like, they just kind of swept it away. Like, you remember all that canon we were talking about? No, no, no. <laughs> and so it's, it's, uh, Ben, yeah, yeah, it's Ben and Richard that are related, right? They're brothers. Mm-hmm. So Ben, and Ben is with May. Yeah. Richard is with with uh, Mary, whatever the fuck her name is. I don't know why I have such a they're just simple names too. They're not even like they're not even complicated names. Anyways, to make a long story short, because May is kind of the wild one. Mary is kind of the uh, let's wait till marriage. She's kind of the very more conservative, very gotcha. kind of a anything. So Richard bangs May. Uh, so they both cheat on their significant others. Um. 
And then Summer May, love, baby. And, yeah, and then May gets pregnant. But and that child is Peter Parker. So, no. So you find out May is May really is Peter Parker's aunt. mother. No. May is actually, because yeah. isn't it that like Mary can't have kids? Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. So uh, they find out later that Mary can't have kids. So May gives the baby to Richard and Mary Parker uh, who raise, to raise him. him. And May becomes his aunt. Okay. But she's the only one, and they never tell him, but she secretly knows that she is biologically his mother. Yeah. I liked what? it. I didn't mind that at all. It's horseshit. People <laughs> hated it. To make I didn't that, have a problem with it. To try to make that canon is like, no. <laughs> it's literally dog shit. <laughs> it's like, to have it, just to have it as a story, whatever. I like, also didn't have a problem uh, with... Um, Osborne banging Gwen Stacy like everyone did. Oh yeah, well that's awful. That's because you're a terrible <laughs> person. <laughs> they even did a a, a really crappy uh, recreation of the Tiger You Hit the Jackpot. Oh yeah, thing I with, that. With, yeah. with a young Aunt May. Okay, uh, what was that like? Covers. Right. I mean, it's just instead of Mary Jane being like Tiger, you hit the jackpot. It's it's May, but saying, May when she's like in her early twenties, saying that to Richard when. So the the the, what? the, the, the like, covers. Look, I'm showing Mary the covers right okay. now. What? The the covers <laughs> look like something off of like a crappy like teen magazine that's like very crappy. Like not even a well like a good teen magazine like something you'd find. I mean, who signed off on that? That's like Marvel. That's like Mar- literally the biggest yeah. comic book company on the planet. That's like I can't, I can't, I can't believe Epic it's like was still around. Like a dumb young on. adult cover. Oh yeah, <laughs> with Terry Dodson drawing it. Like the fact that they didn't give Terry Dodson yeah a chance to draw covers for these books. Like it's not like you had a piece of shit artist. Like oh, we can't have him doing covers. We better find some google photos of 16 year old <laughs> girls in it was probably uh, um, so daughters weird. or nieces of people who worked at marvel <laughs> it's like, hey come and like do Joe a photo Kassana's niece <laughs> so weird dude i hope that's true because <laughs> that would at least i'd be like all right like that would it wouldn't justify it but i, I could i could get around it better because that i'm just like i mean i hate uh, real photo images on comic book covers, anyways. I just I hate them, like on anything. Oh yeah. Like, is when you when you have all these incredible artists, like when they do like Star Wars books, and I'll just put like a picture of Leia on Carrie Fisher. And, and Leia sometimes a lot the of those Star like, Wars ones, it's that. the it's the variant, and sometimes right. it's the expensive variant, and it's like really you couldn't right. even try to make Why your one expensive? in twenty. It's literally just a copy. Yeah. You just like Google, clicked and dragged yeah. from Google Images. Oh, they they just did a not to get off the subject too far, but they just did a IDW just did a Star Trek Voyager mm-hmm. Seven of Nine miniseries, and they were doing A and B covers. The B covers were all photo covers. So Jeff was like, "I need these seven of nine. I need some photo covers." These photo covers looked. Like, literally, somebody just went to Google, didn't even get a high-res thing. Oh, they're not even they good? They terrible. Oh, they're not even good. That's a shame. Like, yeah. Nah, it's well, like, you can put some kind of effort into right. it. Like, that, now they're not even trying. It's something they'll do a lot of times when they're ramping up, uh, like, for a movie. Yeah. Like, uh, when, the Shaz- when like, Shazam was yeah. coming back out, they reprinted the Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, Shazam trade. Yeah. But they put, like, and they did the Levi same with, um, on the cover of it. Green Lantern Secret Origins, so they changed right. that. And, like, um, I, I just hate that. Because, yeah. number one, it just staples it to that thing. Into, you know, because it's like, that book is separate from that movie. So I hate that they yeah. just, you know what I mean? I don't know. That, that bothers the shit out of me. Right. 
I remember we give Kenny shit a lot of times. That's his copy of Green Lantern Secret Origins is the Ryan Reynolds oh, yeah. cover of it. I'm like, dude, that's like a that's like a piece of art now though to have. Like, cause you ain't gonna find those. Um, in 2004, Dodson and Mark Miller reteamed to launch a new ongoing Spider-Man series, Marvel Knight Spider-Man, which they both left out for a 12 issue arc. Um, we're gonna talk about this book a lot more later in the book reports, but. Marvel Knights, for anyone that doesn't know, was kind of like a... Uh, it's not even called an imprint. It's not really an imprint. It was just like a, a line. Yeah. yeah. A line of comics that... It, I mean, when it started, Spider-Man was never a, a low-selling... But it started with, let's take some of these lower-selling characters and put top-tier creators on them mm-hmm. or try to get some Hollywood people like Kevin Smith over. Yeah. Garth like, Ennis on Punisher. Daredevil, Punisher. Right. Some of these characters that don't sell that well. Get Christopher Priest to do Black Panther and stuff. And uh, I don't think they planned it to be that way, but it kind of ended up being more street-level characters, it seemed like. Yeah. And then this one came way later, because those other ones were like at the tail end of the 90s. It was like right after Marvel came out of their bankruptcy. This was 2004, so this is... Marvel Knights was well ro- a well-oiled machine by this point. It was like, yeah, let's let's do a Spider-Man one. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. It, <laughs> it, it, it has its moments. The last thing I have... In 2014, General Mills enlisted the help of DC Comics to create new designs for its monster-themed cereals in time for Halloween. The designs revealed on August 6th, which is my birthday, by the way, consisted of a Count Chocula designed by Dodson, a Boo Berry designed by Jim Lee, and a Frankenberry designed by Dave Johnson. I want to see these. Did they ever use them on the boxes? I, I, I would hope I would so if they paid the shit for them. out of those. I, every time I see him on Halloween, it's always the same stupid box it's the art. the same one they've been using for the last 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> but they work. Yeah. Um, yeah, 2014. So maybe you look like 2014 hmm. Count Chocula, because that's the Terry Dodson one. Um, Blueberries are good. And then if Kylie can find them, we'll have him post those on our on our social media as well. What's the third one? Blueberries, Count Chocula. Frankenberry. Frankenberry. There's also a werewolf one, like... Fruity Wolf or something like that. I've never seen the werewolf one. I don't think I've ever... He's not one that... Oh, it looks like there's more than that. I'm pretty sure I've never tasted any of those There's Fruit Brute, he's the werewolf, and Yummy Mummy. Those are the other two. I have never seen the mummy or the werewolf. because when they bring them out on Halloween, it's usually the three. Yeah. Like, you can go to Costco and Sam's and you can buy, like, the three pack of of the cereals. I've never tasted those cereals. Chocula is just Cocoa Puffs and it's amazing. (laughs) I've never had any of them. I really never have. I don't know what any of them taste like. Wow. But I do know, I do remember Count Chocula commercials when I was a kid. I I don't think they've aired one in a very long time. Like, is that even a thing anymore? I think they only do it around Halloween time. The the cereals, like like the the, I I remember commercials. Oh, I don't even. I they probably I'm at an age now where I don't really have to watch commercials. That's true. Yeah, I don't watch commercials. I guess that's also true. It's just the age we live in now. We just don't watch commercials. Everybody those? streams. I'm, no, I'm still looking. Okay. Yeah. Well, that can, if I find that him, that I, I will post the, them. Uh, the history part. Say so that was really well, all. He, he did Adventure Man. Right? And he wrote Teen Titans. Yeah, right. I mean, not Titans. wrote. Sorry, he uh, yeah, did work. I know, but I was going to create my own notes. That's just what was already there. <laughs> type up new. Well, take some time. Sure. Copy and paste it. I had I had to do notes and read a book because I'm a responsible man. You didn't read that. Okay, so the reason. The Jim Lee one didn't jump out at me. It's because it doesn't jump out at you. It's Jim Lee. What the fuck? <laughs> Jim huh. Lee drew that shit? Yeah. 
There's even a picture of him with the box. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was expecting it. like some hardcore Jim Lee looking <laughs> shit. On a cereal box. On a booberry box. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Jesus. Okay. They should get like all the original image creators to do cereal boxes. How like Wouldn't Rob Liefeld do like a Honey Nut Cheerios or something. Something that doesn't have feet on it. Uh, <laughs> get it? Get it, guys? Oh, they, everybody gets I'd it. I'd love to see like a Todd McFarlane Captain Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> what no, the, what, what would did, fit him better? Dodson so. did Chocula. Okay, so there's... Dodson's Count Chocula. Oh. Okay, I, I mean, like it's, cool, it's cool looking, but... Again, I wouldn't have noticed because it's so similar to how they look anyway. It's just, so. This it is looks great podcast kind of generic. radio. Yeah, that's right. true. Um, look, <laughs> well, at our, look at our Facebook page and I will have those posted. There yes. you go. <laughs> it just, they look kind of generic. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. yeah same. Mary? Yeah? Let's talk about Earth 1 Teen Titans. Yeah, I read Earth 1 Teen Titans. Um, it was good. Were they teeny uh, and tighty? Yeah, they're teeny. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I like the different take on it, on on the Teen Titans. That's one I haven't read yet. It's the one that shoots for the moon the most, by far. Yeah. Okay. By far. Um, so Jeff so Lemire very wrote different, it. Very yeah. different. Oh, yeah, like not even close. So okay. your characters you have in there is Raven, uh, Starfire. Beast Boy. Beast yep. Boy. Cyborg. Vic. Yeah, Cyborg and Terra, and then I, Joey. From Friends? Does he share his sandwiches? They're all like, Titans, go! He's like, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, Joey, meaning Deathstroke's kid, right? Yeah, yeah. Slade. They don't call him Deathstroke, they call him Slade in this. But, you know, it's... Slade! With right. it, so. Gotcha. This one's it's up to how, the when was this made? When was this out? Quite a, oh, quite a while. Oh God! Like, five, five years, years ago. ago? Yeah. All right. So not like super old. Yeah. Different take on the Teen Titans. These uh, Starfire came as an infant, and uh, the science. Some scientists took her, and there, and she's in. Like she's like trapped in a lab. In know? a lab, yes. And then we are introduced to our other Teen Titan characters. Tara is with Vic. Apparently, they're a couple. Um, and then we learn that all their parental figures are the scientists that took Starfire, and Starfire is calling out for their help because um, she wants to get out. Uh, I really liked Raven in this. Apparently, she's like a Navajo Indian. Yeah, she, oh, like, the, okay. this version of Raven, she's like Native American. Yeah, she's like, it was awesome. really cool. Like her Raven thing, it's like a spirit animal thing. Like she's very like in touch with nature. It, I it's could, I could it's see awesome. That. Like, it's yes. it's one of my favorite versions of Raven. Yeah, she, she's the standout for me, and she's like my favorite Teen Titan, anyways. But still, yeah. So she comes in a couple of times. She like saved them from uh, Slade. They were fighting Slade, and then uh, Slade. and then right at the end, she finds Starfire. Um. Certainly, yes. It's when the it shoots for the moon. It's like way Cyborg's out there. Cyborg's like very tragic in this version. Like yeah. the, the version of Cyborg in this one's like. I mean, it's already like pretty sad. This guy that gets blown to bits and yeah. had to be rebuilt. But like his accident and stuff, and the way it, it goes down in this one without spoiling, it's pretty pretty gnarly. Yeah, pretty gnarly. And like yeah, this one by far like it's it, it's unrecognizable, but in in a good way. 
But like the Superman and Batman ones, are like, oh yeah, that's still Batman. It's just kind of a, a different take yeah. on Batman. This one is like this. Jeff Lemire was like, we're gonna fuck this up. But it, in this the is best Jeff ways. Lemire's Earth One Teen Titans. It's yeah. like there's no Robin in this one. No, right? no, okay. no Robin. Yep. Joey. Not, and there's uh, Joey. Joey. Joey and they, they did two volumes. There's there's a volume one and a volume two. No Robin in either of them. Interesting. Okay. So I read the first one. It's <laughs> it's awesome because it's a book you could just give to anybody. You could have no. You know, yeah, you don't need to have nothing much about the con- Teen You don't Titans. need to have much context about who the Teen Titans are. Because it's just a completely new version of yeah. all of them. Nice. So, yeah. Earth 1 Teen Titans is pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty fun. Kylie? Okay. Um, I read Adventure Man. It's, uh, I got the big hardcover that's got the first four issues in it. Looks really nice. Gorgeous. A um, hardcover for four issues is ridiculous. It it it's is, big, but it's though. but it's beautiful. It's it's really beautiful. Look, there's a, is there a bunch of like back matter and stuff in it too? Uh, there's a lot of writing from um, Fraction about the ideas and all the emails that he and Terry were going mm-hmm. through because they had this idea forever ago and how they were fleshing out the characters for so long. And uh, but it's basically this um, this ex cop. Um, she I think she's a single mother. She's got a kid, but she's retired because she was in an in a there was an explosion or something. She lost you know mm-hmm. a lot of her hearing. She's got like she lost seventy percent on one side and it's pretty bad on the other side. Mm-hmm. But her and her son like these like pulp novels and these old serials called Adventure Man. Adventure Man. And I think I talked about this when I read the first issue. I think yeah, it was I like it was your weekly pick. Yeah. Um, because it was like ago. a double issue, and the first half of the issue was like the Adventure Man thing mm-hmm. and then you get to that set like when you get to the staples in the middle now we were in the real world and it's mm-hmm. the mom reading this to the son and they're like this is their thing they bond over and at oh, the okay. end like you can kind of see like maybe this adventure man stuff is bleeding into the mm-hmm. real universe and kind of interesting um but you know i knew they were doing this hardcover so i waited to get the the whole collection to read it it's still going right um they, oh they he talks about how they have lots of stories mm-hmm. to tell if this does well enough but they, um, they haven't done anything they haven't done anything since since this but i mean oh, it, okay. it ends on a cliffhanger too so I mean, it's four only four issues yeah they only oh, did wow. four issues weeks um five if you count that first one because it, it was technically double a double size, i mean yeah. it was technically still, two comic books um but i don't want to get too into it because it is fairly new and it's pretty it's, like year, it's right? pretty twisty um, at the end, like the twist on there is like, oh, this is not where I saw it going. Like I thought, like the world was gonna bleed into this world, and mm. it, it it doesn't go that way at all. There's a really cool twist at the end. Um, there are superheroes involved and Ooh. and everything, but uh, yeah, I, like I said, I don't want to go too far. There's there's one point where she they find a they find a lost book that's never been published and mm-hmm. in the book there's the address of where the adventure man headquarters is oh, she's like this is just downtown new york like i know where this is and she drives down to it and she's it's like this towering this beautiful skyscraper like just awesome design mm-hmm. she's like how have i not noticed this building before like and everyone's just walking by like and it's just this Magic. spectacle and she turned to the guy and she's like, how, how long has this building been here? And the guy kind of looked. He's like, I don't know. And then you see his point of perspective and it's just this shitty little block and there's nothing really there. Just an abandoned Magic. building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's yeah. Okay. But I won't go further than that. It's 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 pretty cool. Okay. Check it out. It's, right. And it's beautiful. It's Fraction and Dotson. Spider-Man. We're going to talk about Spider-Man. All okay. right. Um, Apparently it, it didn't This book well. goes by many names. It's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. 
the trade is Mark Miller's Spider Man. Marvel Knights, Spider Man. The, the actual yeah. name of the story is uh, Goblin Hose. It's, it's, no, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, Down with the Dead Man or something like that. D- okay. Down near the Down Dead Man or something like that. Man. I think is that what the name of the story. Give or take a word there. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna spoil the shit out of this book because I have a lot of yeah, shit to say. It's about fairly it. old, and yeah, it, it's very old. But the funny um, thing is, looking at that cover, like I mean, the art's great. Oh, but the like, art's still really good. And then the looking at thing. this, I can just see how much he's changed over the years. It's still. You can still see it's him, but it's just more and just down like the, among the dead down men. among the dead men. That's what it's called. Um, and also, just like the style of comic art has changed. Yeah. So he's just changed, adapted over time, which is good. Um, so, for context, I've said before many times in this podcast, Spider-Man was my gateway to comic books. That was that was the first thing. And so when I first started reading comic books in like 2007, 2008. Was this Straczynski era? This was so this era of Spider-Man is my spider My Spider-Man for me in my heart of hearts is around 30, married to Mary Jane. Um, so this era, I, I mm. love the older Spider-Man, which is so funny because they always talk about how like we need to keep Spider-Man younger so he's more relatable. I always related to Spider-Man older hmm. and married. Even when I wasn't yeah. married or anything, I don't know why I just always did. Versus like the the sixteen year old Spider Man. Okay. Other than like Bendis's Ultimate Spider Man, which is incredible still, but I I think I was reading when uh, I remember tracking down Annual Twenty One when he got married. Right. Hmm. It's how long ago it's been. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm old. <clears throat> <laughs> So this book starts with a pretty like knockout drag out fight between Spider-Man and the Green Goblin, which is which is pretty cool. Like they go, I don't know if this is them because it's Marvel Knights if they're trying to be a little more because it wasn't like Marvel Max or anything, but yeah, it, but they were trying to maybe be a little more. Yeah. And so like Spider-Man gets pretty like bloodied up in this fight. Like it, it's a pretty like pretty violent fight even by comic book standards. Like they, they I mean, this is a guy that wrote Kick Ass, so it's like. They, they, they get pretty pretty dirty there. Um, but all throughout this whole book, Mark Miller is trying to write Spider-Man and what he thinks younger people should sound like or what they like people to sound like. There's a lot of yo's from Spider-Man in oh. this book. A lot. He calls everybody man, which I also do. So that, that's a bad thing. Like, hey, man. Uh, it, lots of mans. There's a part where he's fighting Green Gaul, but he keeps punching him. And he, he, he asks him, who's your daddy? Ugh. Which is like just screams 2004 to me. <laughs> wow. I was like, oh, that's a thing that happened. Okay. Um, Green Goblin gets arrested. In this book, this isn't true in continuity's sake, but the way they want you, Mark Miller wants you to believe it is this is the very first time Norman Osborn has ever been arrested for being the Green Goblin, which isn't true, but in this story it is. Interesting. So he's finally been arrested as the Green Goblin, he's put away. Spider Man barely makes it back to his house. Where he's married to Mary Jane, and at, at this point in the continuity, Aunt May also knows that he is Spider-Man. So it's kind of cool because Aunt May and Mary Jane are kind of like a, a team that they, you know, they they kind of do what Peter needs them to do. So that happens, and then uh, I don't know how many people remember this. Peter Parker is a is a teacher at this point in the yeah. continuity. He was a high school teacher, um, so he's 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 teaching in class. He gets this phone call. That Uncle Ben's grave has been disturbed, like his to his grave's tombstone, whatever you want to call it, headstone has been all busted up. He gets there, it's all destroyed, and um, he gets this phone call from this like anonymous person saying all this anonymous shit, like, "Oh, I know who you are," and 
You know, it'd be a shame if I was to come over. Yeah, if I was to come for somebody else that you might care about. And come to find out, Aunt May's missing. She's gone. And so, first thing he does, the first person he knows for sure that knows his identity is Norman Osborne, who's just been arrested. So he goes to this prison where they have like this maximum security thing where Norman Osborne's like chilling, reading a book. And it's like the most cliche shit scene you've ever read where he's like, tell me where she is. Like, what? Me? I've been in here. I mean, I may have told somebody who you were and they may have then done something else. But I mean, I'm sitting here with my slippers on reading <laughs> Tale of Two Cities, you know, and it's just like, oh my God, do we have to do this? And so Mark Miller wants to cram every Spider-Man character you've ever heard of in this book. And so they do that by having Spider-Man go to like every villain he's ever fought. And be like, where's that May? Who? Ah, where's that May? Never heard of her. <laughs> While he's just revealing his identity to all of these exactly. people by being like, where's this old lady who I have no connection to? Uh, um, the, he he stops Electro and Vulture from pulling up. They, they're doing this big heist for the owl and that they make up with all this money. And uh, Electro really wants to go to this like brothel whorehouse strip club place <laughs> because there's this lady there that she's a mutant. She's like Mystique. She's a shapeshifter. She can change into anybody. So you can pay her and she can look like anyone. Um Mark Miller decides, and I'm, I'm not shaming in any way, but Mark Miller, for whatever reason, decides to make Electro super gay for Spider-Man. Okay. Because when they get I in there... I think I remember this. They, yeah, they get in there, and she's like, who do you want? Do you want me to be, like, Mr. Fantastic's wife? Do you want me to be, like, the Scarlet Witch or whatever? And he was like, you know... Letting Dotson do his stuff. Yeah, and he was like, you know, he says, last time I was in prison, he says a lot of the other inmates opened my mind up to some new things. And it's like... Okay, he says, I've always wanted to take a crack at Spider-Man. Oh, my God. And it's like, okay. <laughs> Edgy, Mark Miller, I guess. Um, Spider-Man shows up. They fight. He ends up taking the money and confiscating it from them. And Vulture has this whole, like, song story. Brothel? of They yeah. fight in... Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, he kind of just, yeah. With the shapeshifter person as Spider-Man? She doesn't get quite there yet, oh. but yeah. Um it's like right when he's telling her that he wants her to be yeah, Spider-Man. Okay. In fact, it's like the way they do it where he's like, I've always wanted to crack at Spider-Man and he uh, shows up to stop them. Um, no. So that, yeah. I, <laughs> Vulture has this whole sob story about, well, I we were only here because Electro wanted to come. I was going to use this money because my granddaughter is dying of cancer and I was, she needs this operation and this whole thing. Um He's well, like, maybe he wasn't going to say Spider-Man. Maybe he was going to say the whole... Yeah, he's gay for Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, yes. um, he's, he's, he's super gay for Spider-Man. Whoa. He couldn't handle the whole <laughs> Rip him in two. Uh, Mark Miller doesn't give a fuck about Spider-Man working at a high school because he, he knows when he read Spider-Man, he worked at the Daily Bugle. So he's got to get the Daily Bugle involved. So Spider-Man is on like super financial hard times because that's what Mark Miller knows Spider-Man stories are supposed to be about. So he's selling it. And so, naked so he has to like start selling pictures on the side. <laughs> well, teachers make jack shit anyway. So right, it, it, right, I guess it's true, sense, but yeah. it's clearly just because Mark Miller wants to write about J. Jonah Jameson, which exactly, is fine because yeah. who wouldn't? Um, and <laughs> they, they, they do so many shitty bait and switches in this book. So many of them. And I'll get to some of them because they're later on. But so he starts selling pictures again on the side and um, Jonah puts it because Spider-Man's been like in all these 
big destruction things there. He puts this like bounty out on pictures of Spider-Man like unmasked. Like, I, I it's like five million dollars or some ridiculous thing. Like for a picture of Spider-Man with his mask off. So all these like imposters are like coming to Dave Beagle. Like, well, here I am. I'm gonna show you who I am. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. It's not you. I know it's not you. Um, and after Spider-Man has this really big fight with Doctor Octopus. He gets fucked up really bad, and they take him to the to the hospital. And the way that Mark Miller presents in this book is that there's the, a lot of these doctors have this kind of like unwritten like honor code in New York, where there's like a separate wing in the hospital for superheroes and vigilantes when they're injured. That they 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 come in under an alias, and that their masks aren't removed. It's like an honor. Scene. It's kind of yeah. like the uh, the the subway train scene. From Spider-Man 2, where they're all like, we won't tell anybody, or Spider-Man kind of thing. Yeah. But, uh, Vulture shows up, because he finds out Spider-Man's in the hospital, he tries to fuck him up again while he's in there, and he's all bloodied up and shit, whatever. Somebody gets a picture of him, they show somebody snapping a picture of, of Peter with his mask off, and then he goes to J. Jonah Jameson, and this is like the last page reveal of this issue, it's just such a shitty bait and switch where he's like, I have a picture of Spider-Man, and then he hands the picture to J. Jonah Jameson, and he looks and he goes, well that's a familiar face, and then that's the end of the issue, and then the start of the next issue, he goes and they show the picture, it's like Spider-Man with half his mask on, he goes, yep, that's Spider-Man, I have no idea who this is and it's like, <laughs> I hate that shit so fucking much, dude. And there's another one they do later on in the book that's like almost just as bad, but it's like, fuck you, Mark Miller. <laughs> fuck you. This whole like, oh shit. Oh, no. Hmm. <laughs> um, we go to this auction where apparently there's like this super underground auction where like super villains. I remember can, this. Yeah. Super villain. This is the issue that Frank Cho draws where. Like wannabe criminals can bid on like like Mysterio. You can be the new Mysterio. Mysterio will like sell his suit and his gear and shit. And you can be the new Mysterio. And so um, Eddie Brock, his be is like become super Catholic and like he's the Venom symbiote has given him cancer and he's dying. And anyways, he goes to this auction to sell the Venom symbiote. Mm, okay. Um, there's this crime family you've never heard of that wants to buy this for their wimpy son because it's that cliche of like, maybe it'll make you a man. Oh, um, so so they, they buy the suit for, for this wimpy kid who has no business being in it whatsoever. Um, the suit, the, sim, the Venom, and because Mark Miller needs to get Venom into the book because every character who's ever existed needs to be in the book. Um, and all this meantime, they're still trying to find Aunt May. They have no idea where Aunt May is. That's important. Uh, and Black Cat gets involved. There's a whole thing between her and Mary Jane that's not even worth getting into too much, but because she also has to be in the cat game. fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the Venom symbiote, symbiote tells the wimpy kid whose name I can't remember that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Um, <gasps> so, so they're going to track down Peter, who is at his high school reunion. Not acting like Spider-Man in any way, shape, or form because Mark Miller doesn't know how to write him. At the very high school where, he teaches yeah, at. At the, at the, <laughs> at the very same. <laughs> where it, it, like he's doing like the worst possible thing you can do at a high school reunion is like show up and like gloat and like he's being such a fucking douche. Like there's people that walk by and he literally just points to Mary Jane where he's like, huh, huh, model, actress, hitting that. Yep. Me, this guy. Remember that guy you bullied? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's just like the worst, like that's not Spider Man at all. Like Yeah. And so there's this group of uh 
there's this group of older kids that used to bully Peter Parker in high school that like con him into getting into the bathroom with them because they're gonna oh. try to give him like one more is- fucking wedgie. <laughs> And shit. This is that brothel scene all over again. <laughs> and then, so Venom shows up, and they have this really awesome part that just made me laugh so hard. Where like Venom shows up, and so Peter immediately like starts like fucking doing his shit, right? And there's like one of the bully guys that was getting like wedgie Spider Man, who was like, "Oh shit, Peter Parker's Spider Man!" And then Venom just grabs the dude's face and crushes his head and kills him. <laughs> You're like, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, oh well, that takes care of that, I guess. And. Then their fight like escalates and just goes out to this other place. But like, imagine like you saw Peter Parker walk into the bathroom, then you go in there. These guys are dead. Like Peter Parker just fucking killed these guys. In the bathroom. <laughs> That's what I would yeah. murderer. So their fight just keeps escalating. They're fighting like in the school and then they have outside. There's another really shitty bait and switch. That, like the last page of the issue where they show Spider Man on a ledge and then Venom like puts his hand through his chest from the backside and kills him. And then that's the last page. Like, oh, what the fuck? And then you get to the start of the next issue. That wasn't Spider-Man. That was one of the imposter guys pretending to be Spider-Man that was posing for a picture on top of the ledge. My God. Conveniently, what? Where, what? conveniently right where they were <laughs> fighting at, just so they could draw a dude in a Spider-Man costume getting killed on the last page of the issue. Hmm. They, they do a lot of shit like that in this book. It's in, like, when you're reading it in trade... It's even more infuriating because you're like, you fucking con artist, dude. Like that's like <laughs> shitty storytelling. Like if you have to rely on that, hmm. you know. Um, there's a part where Spider-Man needs he's swinging around. He's still looking for Aunt May. He needs to go to the bathroom, so he stops at this diner, <laughs> and he he, he's, he needs to go to the bathroom. So he goes in to pee, and the waitress starts giving him shit. She's like, Hey, you gotta buy something if you if you're gonna use the bathroom. It's like he's. Like, can I get you a cup of coffee or something? Like, she just wants to talk to Spider Man. Hmm. And so they sit and they bullshit. And then she starts telling him how, oh, yeah, I know you. And my daughter is actually the granddaughter of the vulture. And she has cancer and she needs this operation. This was the girl that she was. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, so now Spider-Man feels like a dick because he's like, oh god damn it, this shit, and and it's getting harder for him out there. Like the police are like searching for him everywhere because there's this giant bounty on his head that J. Jonah Jameson put out. So J. Jonah Jameson is like obsessed with his son John, the astronaut guy, right? He's like the the perfect fucking can do no wrong. So Peter Parker photoshops these images of John Jameson in a Spider-Man costume, takes them to J. Jonah Jameson, and he was like. I have the picture of Spider-Man, but I think you need to, like, come in your office with me. He's like, okay, yeah, great, great, great. Bring him in, bring him in. And when he shows him the pictures, Jonah immediately buys it without any question. And he's like, shit. I always knew it. And Peter doesn't necessarily (laughs) want the money. He just wants the bounty called off because he's tired of everybody coming after him. So, because he knows that... uh, Jo- jo- uh, Jameson's never going to publish these. Mm-hmm. You know, it's his son. So he's like, okay, well, since these photos are unusable, I'll give you like half. I'll give you like two and a half million out of the f- out of the five million of the bounty. So he doesn't care. He just wants the bounty call. He takes the two and a half million. He goes back to the diner and gives it to the lady. To pay he's for a the millionaire. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, we'll resolve. Like that. We'll resolve no. that plot thread. And he's still getting the phone calls from the mystery <laughs> fucking. Antagonist. We're like, only we three got, issues in it. We got it. Right? <laughs> we still got Aunt May and this and this. And it's like the only fucking villain who hasn't shown up yet. It's Matt Gargan. It's the fucking Scorpion. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they agree to meet for lunch, and he's like, yeah. How many days has this been that she's been missing? Months. Months? Literally oh, no shit. months. Wow. What? Literally months. At what point um, do you at, like, at well, one, she's dead. She's at one dead. point, <laughs> at one point, Spider-Man goes to the X-Mansion, because there's not enough characters in this book, and so he goes to visit, <laughs> he, he goes to the Avengers first, they won't help him, then he goes to the X-Mansion to go talk to the X-Men, because... Mark Miller wanted Terry Dawson to draw every character that he possibly could. Right. And uh, he talks to, uh, what's her name, Jean Summers. The, the Jean Grey. Not Jean Grey. It's like the one that's like she's the daughter of like a future Scott. Oh, Rachel? Rachel, Rachel Summers. Summers. That's her name. Um, and she's a telepath or whatever, right? Mm. And so she, it, it's, it doesn't make sense. Through looking into Peter's mind, she can somehow see what Aunt May sees or something. connected. It, it, it's, it's stupid. Surgery. Because she's his mom. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I see um, like a gravestone and I see this and this and this. Like she's basically, dead. Basically, she's dead. And then Peter, she's like, it might just be because I'm looking into your mind and you've already just assumed that she's dead because it's been months that she's been missing and they can't find her. I'm like, does she have no friends? Does Aunt May have no friends that are like, hey, when's May coming back to bingo no. night? They're like, all dead. Like, nobody gives a she's fuck. Old. <laughs> she's old. She's old. She doesn't have any old friends. <laughs> she's a grandma. Um, so anyways, when he meets... <sighs> Scorpion for lunch at this cafe. He reveals that like Scorpion Norman Osborn was behind him. gay for him. <laughs> and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> me along with Electro. Meet you. Let's go. All three of us. Let's make it happen. You want to see what the Scorpion tail can do? Um, oh. But he reveals that Whoa. Norman Osborn has been behind the whole thing. He's like Norman Osborn told Shocker. me you were Spider Man, and I've orchestrated this whole thing because. Norman Osborn is a part of this super secret society of the wealthy people in New York that you've never heard of. The Court of the Owls. Ba- yeah. Basically, <laughs> I think, basically, I think like that. Like this super secret society thing. And now they're very concerned because Norman Osborn has been arrested for the very first time of being Green Goblin, even though that's not true, but it is in this book. And <laughs> they're very concerned because he knows a lot of top secret shit about like the guys that really run New York and the super wealthy. They don't like him being in prison. So Norman Osborn is convinced that they're going to make an attempt on his life. They're going to try to assassinate him. So... He had Matt Gargan kidnap Aunt May and hide her in as collateral to get Spider-Man to break Norman Osborn out of prison. Which but is this just, has it's, been months. It's this, it's this whole circle <laughs> thing, dude, of why didn't Norman Osborn just say when he went to go see him in yeah. jail, like, hey, I have your that aunt, break no me sense. out and I'll yeah. tell you where she is. No. It, it's, dude, it's a whole fucking thing. No but sense. they had to go through every fucking character in the rogues guy. Rhino, Mysterio, they all show up in this. Every single one of them. Sandman, Hydro-Man. I don't remember this being that bad. And... Uh, <laughs> So they go the they get all the villains together and it's not a sinister 6 because there's 12 of them there's sinister 12 which is the <laughs> most unoriginal fucking name you've ever heard of. Right. But then Venom doesn't show up to their meeting so they decide to call themselves the Evil 11 instead which fucking sucks. Whatever. <laughs> but then Venom does show up and it turns out that Matt Gargan has the symbiote now and Matt Gargan will be Venom for like the next what Kylie is that the wimpy six kid? seven years after this book oh, yeah like a yeah, good while. A while that's the wimpy kid no he oh. he got the suit from no, the wimpy kid the, that's the, the uh, scorpion um, the oh the oh the, the wimpy kid Venom killed the wimpy kid oh he just decided you he weren't worth wimpy. it and he did like, anyone get, grab his diary <laughs> <laughs> like they like they were like swinging in midair and Venom was like uh done with you and just jumps off of him <gasps> and lets the kid fall to his death wow because what a dick. so uh he didn't become a man <laughs> he, he, well, he became a good man <laughs> um 
So they have this. So they have this big giant fucking fight. They break Norman Osborn out of prison. There's a big old brawl. It's fucking raining. Um, the the version of Doctor Octopus in this book is like heavily sedated because he's on like a bunch of drugs or something. So half the time he's like unconscious of what he's doing. So he's like fighting the Green Goblin. It, it, it's a whole thing. Both of them get like intertwined with each other, and lightning strikes them both because of the glider and, and the together. metal arms. No, but it, it takes them both oh. out. That way, Mark Miller doesn't have to make that decision of who wins that fight, mm. so fanboys can't cry about it. No. Oh. Um. And he he's a like, Spider Man's like, where the fuck is my aunt? Where is my aunt? Is she dead? Like he, at this point, he's really starting to believe that she's dead. He's really she's hoping been that gone they would so fuse together. Well, yeah. and, uh, Goblin imagine. octopus. Um, he, Green Goblin says something like, "Well, he, sa- he says she she she's not down among the dead men just yet." And that's when if the whole thing comes fucking full circle. Peter goes, "Fuck!" Jumps, runs back to. She Peter. was in the basement the whole time. She no, <laughs> she she is at the site of Ben Parker's grave where it was destroyed. She is buried next to him. And she survived down there for months? Because because Green Goblin is like a super neurochemist that he found a way to put her in a in a, in a yeah in a in a coma with like a feeding tube and a and a fucking oxygen tank that only had a certain amount and this was the last day that her of oxygen course, was of course yeah. she's been done that for months she's been in in a casket buried underground for months next to Uncle Ben that's what when they destroyed his grave they buried her there and I guess like put saw down or something that covered up the hole like they they got some landscaping guys That's to come bull. in. Wow. So anyways, and Mark Miller has to give you some more suspense. Like he can't just get to Aunt May open the casket and there she is. He has to like perform CPR on her. Is she gonna wake back up? She fucking does. Even though like an eighty year old woman put into a self induced coma, like she not waking she up. Survive. She not waking up from the that shit. Brain damage. I don't know. <sighs> I'm just kidding. I don't so know. after just... Green Goblin and Doctor Octopus's fight, when the police show up. They only find Dr. Octopus's body. Norman Osborn's body is missing. And then the end of the book is really weird. Peter Parker gets this letter in the mail from Norman Osborn where it's like this very like... It's like, I begged your girlfriend. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like this very adoring... Your aunt's actually your mom. It's this very like adoring letter where he's like, I just want you to know that no matter what happens, I've always enjoyed our relationship and I've always wanted to be that father figure for you. Oh, okay. And, I thought it, it was it's, going it's, to a gay place like, again. Like, no, it's just, it's really weird. It's like, and it, I guess this was like some contingency letter that depending on what happened, he would have got a different letter, but it doesn't mean anything. It's fucking stupid. Aunt May's what? fine. <laughs> the, the whole book means nothing because at the end of the day, there's no consequences for anything. Hmm. Like, so Norman Osborn starts the book out of prison. He ends the book back out of prison. I have a May is captured, found still alive. Like, like nothing is different at the end of this book than it was at the beginning. Other than Spider-Man gets beat to shit a couple times, <laughs> and every character that they could possibly cram into this book appears. Other than that, it's like I really enjoyed this book. I'm, I, I, after rereading it, it's like teetering on the line of like, is this even good? So when you originally read it, did you read it in a collection like yeah, that? Yeah, I, I read this trade. Okay, so I remember reading it monthly, and oh, so maybe that that's why worse. I enjoyed it better. <laughs> but how you just described this is like how 
24 was for me. Watching that on a weekly basis was enjoyable. Binging 24 is not. It's so unrealistic and ridiculous when you're going from one day to the next right after. You're like, wait, he just... He was just on heroin, and now he's just fine. And like, yeah. it was just yeah, it's those things. Yeah. But when you have a when you have like a month between issues, it's not that much of an impact. I think I don't, for I don't quality know. has nice. changed, or maybe I'm just more. Uh, and again, it's been, I'm more observant of cliches and bad writing tactics now. Why is Spider Man wearing it, it, a I ski mean, mask over his mask? Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> as far as as even Spider-Man as to how it know. pertains to this podcast, the art is incredible. Like Terry Dodson and even the Frank Show art is really really good. The art is really really good. Yeah. But oh, yeah. and, and the, the, like there's a decent story in there somewhere, but just it's not executed well. Not yeah, dude. The, the, there's a lot of just laziness in here. Like I liked the. Uh... It feels like a waste of time when you get and it's, it's twelve issues. Too. It's not like a six. This is a twelve yeah. issue. By the time you get through this whole thing, you're just like, and for what? Like nothing happens. Interesting. Like it's a Seinfeld episode that's not nearly as interesting. Nothing happens. <laughs> Why am I reading it? Because, because it's on the books. Not yet. So, I mean, th- this was a book, if you were to ask me, like, off the top of your head, what are your, some of your favorite Spider-Man stories? Like, this is probably, like, the fourth or fifth one I would have got to. Like, yeah. I, I would have been like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man Blue, like, Spider-Man Life Story. I would have been like, you know, Craven's Last Hunt, a couple things, and then all of a sudden I'd be like, yeah, Marvel Knight Spider-Man. Now I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm recommending this book now. <laughs> like, That's it's interesting. Not, I, 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 I'm not saying it's trash, but I don't know how good it you is. You don't remember it as fondly as no. you you did. No, not at all. Okay. Um, and like I said, I read it on a monthly basis when it came out, if it was monthly mm-hmm. at that point. So maybe if it felt a little different. If you're into Black Cat Boobage, Terry Dodson gives you a lot of that. <laughs> There's a lot of that in here. Um, yeah, I don't know. The art's incredible. That's all I can say for it. But even the art, like as good as it is, for whatever, I don't know if this is Mark Miller's decision or Marvel's decision, they redesign a bunch of the characters in here, and the Venom redesign Venom looks is horrible. so bad. Yeah. And that was how he looked going forward for a couple years after this. And like a lot of characters just get a random character redesign just in this book mm-hmm. for no reason. And it's like, why? They don't look good. <laughs> so. Like Vulture has a has a different costume in here, like a bunch of them. Like it's just this book. So well, Rhino doesn't show up at all, does he? Yeah. Oh yeah. Rhino. Oh, okay. oh yeah, dude. They're all there. <laughs> Fucking Everybody. Hy- oh yeah. Fucking Hydro Man is in here. Oh shit. Like, Sandman so, and Hydro Man. Oh yeah. Together? Some of them are a little more brief than others, but they're in the book nice. because they're like, we gotta get everybody in this book. Nice. Like when Spider Man goes to the Avengers Mansion to ask them for help, they're like such dickwads to him about it. Like. <laughs> we know you have your Avengers card, but fuck you. There's there's this really funny part where like Captain America, he's like, I'm sorry, your hand's missing, but like, he's like, he's like, why don't you just go to the police? He's like, cause I have fucking secret identity. He's like, well, maybe you should come out like the rest of us. Whatever. He's like, my identity's out. My, I don't have a problem with my loved ones being dangerous. Spider Man's like, all of your friends are dead. <laughs> like, you are so old. Who do you have? They all died a long time ago. Um, yeah. Spider-Man down among the dead men, Marvel Knights. Okay, so let me let me, let me me throw this at you then. Oh, jeez. S- Marvel Knights, Spider-Man, trouble. 
this. Rips. Okay. Okay. This still has Spider Man in it. <laughs> this, this, this still has like like the the fight at the beginning of this book with him and Green Goblin is fucking dope. Up until he starts asking him who his daddy is, but up until then, there's like a really weird like WWE moment in there where they're fighting in the streets and it's getting crazy, man. They're like brawling hard and like there's like this just random onlooker where he's like the mailbox, Spider Man, hit him with the mailbox. He like picks up like a mailbox and smacks him with it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Use, use the chair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I kind of want to reread it now. After that, to be it, honest it, with you, it's worth a reread if you haven't looked at it in a little bit. But if you've never read it it's before, I don't know if I could would recommend it to you. What, what if they're just coming in? For this is the first thing Spider-Man they've ever. Oh, read. this would be horrible. Because oh, really, okay. I. Even with all yeah. the characters in there, you'd, you'd think that would be a bad... This doesn't really give you context for those characters, though. Like, I think they, they kind of expect you to know. Especially because now it's like, wait a minute, Spider-Man's older and he's married to Mary Jane? You know, that, that'd right. be yeah. Wait, Aunt May knows he's Spider-Man and shit? He's a teacher in high school? When was the this, this, was this that era where Aunt May knew? Yeah, okay. 2004. So okay. this is, yeah. And I love this era of Spider-Man. I love him being married to Mary Jane, but it's just... Yeah, so, I remember getting that cover. It was like the that embossed tombstone cover. I can't remember what issue of Spider Man it was, but Aunt May's dying, and at the end he decides to say, "I'm Spider Man," and he's gonna swing her around the city before she dies. And Norman Osborn be like, "I don't know what's happening. I'm just chilling here." But she's like, "I've always, I've always known." And then she dies, and then you find out that wasn't really Aunt May. Yeah, oh, you're like, fuck you. Spider Man was your worst mom. That shit. They pull that shit all the goddamn time. Aunt May had a twin. Here's Who's the, also Aunt May? Uh, here's the uh, mutant lady that can transform to different. Uh, uh, they give her a name? Ooh, Scarlet Witch. Uh, she transforms into different. Like, Who do you want me to be? So, anyways, we can look at more of this book later because there's a lot of shit to look at. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Let's do some weekly picks, Mary. Let's yeah. talk about something good. Okay. Um, I'm so disappointed. I really was because I like this book a lot. You guys, you were so excited. You're like, I'm, I, I'm I reading was. I had to read it a little bit. And That's a bummer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> that it was so disappointing to you. It's like the mystery's not even good either. Too like the whole story's set up on this. Like, where's Aunt May? And like, so this is how I feel about. And again, I mm. I will always say I'm in the minority with this opinion. It's how I feel about Hush. The art's amazing. The story is. This is the Spider-Man hush. Okay. This, the, yeah. Every fucking character known to man crammed into this book with a shitty mystery that goes nowhere. You got a hot chick with her titties out, dressed up as a cat, running right. around. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Except for the one in Hush is even worse. Like the mystery because it's like, I wonder who Hush is going to be. It's like I don't know. It's probably the fucking Maybe brand new, new character that they, they, introduced? they introduced in the first issue. That was all of a sudden Bruce Wayne's childhood best friend who you never heard of. <laughs> I don't know. Probably that guy. <laughs> like, oh, maybe it's a red herring. Like, that's not. They're not that clever. Don't go. Oh, they, that. and back in the day, they were giving interviews. Like, no, it's it's not. Who you think it is? You need to read. We've we've got we we gave clues away and yeah. So yeah, hush. So, weekly pick. Yeah, weekly pick. <laughs> um, I've been watching a lot of anime recently, so no, it's gonna be another anime. Is that new? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, it, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm trying to think of which one to pick. I'm gonna say Higurashi. I think it's called Go. Have G-O-U. you watched Robotech yet? 
No, what is English that? Robot. It's basically a... Uh, Sounds a, like a mecha anime. It, like giant robots? Ca- yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But All it's right. like, yeah, well, we'll, I'll get into it later, but you, you should watch it. So I'm, I'm picking that because I really like it. I watched, um, back in the day, I watched the original Higurashi When They Cry. It's on youtube i watched it was it it was it's i watched it subbed and it was on youtube when you could only have it was like you could have only have up to 15 minutes on youtube for per video so it was like oh wow you watch the first half and then you'd have to go watch the Part second two. half i remember time yep. minutes on youtube video. yeah i remember that yeah so that's when minutes, i watched yeah. it that's this crazy. is a uh a new version of this. Um, it's not like a remake. It's kind of a remake because it's all the same characters. But the thing with this show is that it's a it's a time loop thing. Um, it's a horror psychological okay. uh, kind of thing. So you could watch this, but there's some things in this new version that you kind of need to know what happened in When They Cry. There's also a light novel. There's also a manga. It's two different things. Light novel is like you can go on steam and buy it. it's like a six hour read or something like that um but that'll be my pick higurashi go interesting that's what she looks like oh okay kylie um my pick is no actually Ah. it's been good but like those those two those two weeks in a row where we picked it those were just those episodes were just boom boom um mine is one that that i believe was your pick a while back um that i just went down the rabbit hole with is that leah remini uh scientology series shit i'm not even done with the first season and god damn that's that's uh, that's one we need to go back to. It's one of those that we were watching for a while, and then I don't know for whatever reason we just like kind of got distracted by something else. But mm-hmm. we were really enjoying it. I zoned out. What was this again? The, the Scientology. Leah oh, Remini. Okay. Scientology. The aftermath. Yeah, we just started watching other things. That's all. She, she's, yeah, I, I like her. Um, I still growing up in in uh, a cult. I would. I would. That I. I think all religions are cults. I'll, I'll just come Agreed. out and say it. Um, but I, I, you know, born and raised in Utah, I grew up in one. So Scientology has been one of those that I was always just kind of interested in, but never took the deep plunge. And listening to one of my podcasts that I listened to, um, they actually had her and Mike on the their. Po- it was just one of these. Hey, this is a show we're really into, and we're having them on to talk about this. So not the 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 regular podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm like. Okay, I guess we're gonna listen to this and just listening to the, like hour and a half podcast. I'm like, okay, I'm we're we're going, we're going here. So I turned on Netflix when I got home, and I've yeah, it's 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 messed up. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. But some of the stories are like hard to hear. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. well, it, like how like, that thing's even allowed to function. I don't know how far you guys legally. got, but like the episode, and it's pretty early on in season one when they talk to the guy's dad. Like the head of Scientology, they talk to his dad, yeah. and you're like, yeah. "You think this is where they would build up to?" But oh god, no! There's it's so much more. That, yeah. How many it's, have they done now? There's three seasons. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Surprised they haven't ended up dead yet. <laughs> I, mean, like, I know <laughs> some of the stories you. Hear. Well, it, and it's really interesting when you hear the people that are escaping. A lot of the stories end the same way. Like, if I wasn't in a public place or there weren't people around, I would. They would have got me. Right. But but right. because they made a scene or they were in a public place, they immediately turn around and leave them alone. And that's like that's some scary that's some lucky shit. shit. That's some scary <laughs> yeah. shit. But uh, check that out. 
right. Tyler? My, my was epic. Uh, Mary and I started My Hero Academia. Yeah. Okay. Is that going to be um, I've heard good things. Yeah. Uh, we, really? Two mangas? What? Animes? I'm sorry. Two animes? And I, I'm not the anime person here. That's definitely Mary's yes, my cup hero of tea. Has been good. Other than Dragon Ball, that's my that's my shit. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. You know, I didn't consider that an anime when I was a kid. I thought it was just the coolest shit cartoon. <laughs> um, so, I thought the Smurfs were pretty sweet when I was a kid. That's right. <laughs> so, like, I, like, I didn't know there was a difference. Like, you know what I mean? It was just a fucking cool cartoon that yeah. was on TV. Right. So... Uh, we decided to watch My Hero Academia because it's, you know, heard nothing but good things for the last couple of years and decided to check it out. We're still very early into it, but uh, I like it. And say animes are really tough for me. I'm not like Mary where she can kind of just get into any of them. I'm much because it's just not really my my thing. So I'm I'm much more picky about it has to grab me really quickly. Right? Oh, yeah. And stuff. So I, I've enjoyed this. It's been really, really good. And it, it, this is definitely... From what I've heard for the longest time, like this is the anime to watch as your first one if you're like a comic book person. Like if you're because and, and it's inc- it's incredibly popular, story, right? To the point it's where when popular. we do because there, there is a bridge. Like this is the closest thing. Like if you're a superhero fan, comic book fan, and you've never really delved into anime, this would be a good one to start with because there is superpowers, there is superheroes in this. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that there's there's a bridge there that you know I could definitely see. How how you would get there? So my hero Damia, it's, it, it's pretty sweet. Is it, right? Plus, it's got some uh, awesome voice actors from Dragon Ball Z that are in it. So yeah. that's always <laughs> but okay. Here comes the days we're picking <laughs> for the first time. Come on, Jesus. Grant Moore's. Is there a spider in there that time? Yep. I only want web. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the web. It's the web. It's the web. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, Benjamin Percy. We're going to do Benjamin Percy. Oh, okay. Who's that? Yeah. He's, Who is that, Tyler? Uh, he's a writer. He's okay. fucking sweet. DC, I'm guessing? Mostly. Okay. <laughs> Mostly. No, he's done some Marvel stuff, too. Mostly. Benjamin well, Percy is who we're talking about. I'll look into that. <laughs> I'll look into that. <laughs> so, until next time, you guys. What, what are we doing next week? Oh, next week, we're doing uh, Letter 44. Yeah. Comic Book Club. Yeah, yeah. I already Kyle's read it. pick. Oh, did you like it? Yeah. Nice. I'm going to read it. I, had a, I spent all fucking week on this. <laughs> you did not read that. Yes, I did. I didn't see you read that. <laughs> I've been reading it on my tablet oh. all week oh. long. That explains it. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I think he's over there playing games, but he's not. Yeah. I've been reading it on my breaks at he's work been... for the whole week, wasting my time on this goddamn book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, until next time, guys, my name is Tyler. Hi, Mary. I'm Kylie. Fuck Comics Gay. See you next week. Bye.